Right, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club, uh, the chat show where we bring the guests kicking and screaming down to our level. Uh, my name is Tommy Dasolo. Sitting opposite me, as always, my co-host Carl Chandler. Good idea, kid. And joining us today, we have no one. Oh, oh. I, you know Clang. what? That's, that's the <laughs> that's the first time I've remembered to do our little pitch thing, our little line about the show. The chat show where we bring guests, and then halfway through, <laughs> in my head, I went, "Oh, hang on, there's yeah. no guest." But I mean, I'm so proud of myself for remembering it that now I should just commit and go all the way through with it. Yeah, big evening in the editing suite tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so let's. I mean, last time we, uh, don't, we did, we don't have a guest. We don't have a guest. We did a we did a solo episode a couple of months ago. But last, let's well, let's get this out of the way. Last uh, time it was early. by last time it was by choice. Last this episode, time, last episode, the very last episode we did. Ah, uh, here we go. No, not the real. Uh, yeah, the very last episode we did was with Sean McAuliffe, ideally, you know. You say episode. That's not true. That's not, well, we, we talked to him and it wasn't recorded. Yes. Yes. Um, so let's just get this clear that we don't have a guest today by choice. We didn't ask anyone. It's not like the word went around town that we've got this fixation with <laughs> yeah. inviting people in and then. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a good look, is it? No. <laughs> it's not, we, we don't have some fetish where we just get someone in a room and talk to them for an hour and go, there you go. That's, that'll never go outside this room. We've been blacklisted by the community. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we tried heaps of people and they just said, is this going to be a waste of time? Yeah. People, people demand to be taped. So no one will work with us anymore. It's like when you're. <laughs> Playing like when you're a kid and you play house. We're we're Amish podcasters. (laughs) We're we're, we're not kids playing house. We're two grown men playing podcasts. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Come and talk to us, guys. Oh no. Okay. See ya. So I mean, I think uh, you you know we 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 decided you know when we did our first solo one a couple of months ago, we thought we'll do this once. We'll see how this goes. And then a lot of people really liked it. And combination of that and not being able to find anyone today, (laughs) we thought we'll do another solo one just to really test people's patience. Just to test our own patience of each other. I'm worn out already, to be honest. <laughs> Jeez, you realise how much it's different not having the safety net of just being able to throw to a talented friend to really drag you across the line. Mate, just if if you feel it lagging, just point at me and I'll take it for five minutes, all right? If I feel it lagging, I'll just <laughs> bump something on the control panel and delete the recording, <laughs> as is my want. Yeah. Um, so what do you got? What's been going on? All right, well, in the last week, I've been to Sydney. Uh-huh. I went to Sydney for a bunch of gigs, um, which was good. Uh, it's good to get away and everything. Um, now, I... Um, you did raise the ire of a couple of fans of the show on Twitter for not giving them enough notice that they could come and see you. Right. Well, Almost begrudging of the fact that people want to come and watch your work. <laughs> well, I did meet, I did meet some, uh, some fans of the show, now friends of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's once, how it works. I want to, yeah, exactly. Once you... <laughs> Come into contact with me. You're I ordain you a friend of the show. <laughs> That's it. I've got a. I've got a one of those sticks. There Royal you go, folks. sticks. That's the secret. Yep. Um. So uh, I went to a gig. I met a couple of people, and that was good. I met one girl, and I, I'm not good with names. So I don't remember anyone's <laughs> names. I'm not going to give you that sort of respect. Some friend of the show. Yep. And uh, one girl came up and went, "Oh, are you? Are you?" Are you Carl Chandler? I went, wow, yes. <laughs> I try. Yes, I am. <laughs> and she said, oh, yeah, I'm really, I really like the show. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, yeah, nice one. Thank you. Thanks for coming up and whatever. She goes, yeah. I'll tell you this, you're not as big of an arsehole as I thought you were going to be. So ah! 
That was that was nice. I, was, I sort of. That, I guess that's my lot from now on. That's that's now, the most I can get yeah. out of out of fans of the show. <laughs> you like, started the story by saying I will say that I don't know her name. So now it turns out you're a bigger asshole than she thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, yeah, you're not a big of an asshole. I was like, whatever, bitch, fucking whoever you are. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was nice. Um, then that was at a gig. So you're in the context of being at a comedy room at a comedy gig or whatever. But then there was another guy, and his name was Tim. I'm sure it was Tim. I was in a hamburger shop, and he walked past and saw me and, and came in, and, and he goes, oh, oh, I'm a fan of the show and, you know, love the show and whatever. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, nice one. And he said, yeah, I really like, really like the show. Can, can I get a picture? And I was like, yeah, okay. I'll awesome. get a hamburger. Yeah. I was like, awesome. So we posed for a picture and then you walked out and, you know, I'm in this grubby hamburger shop. But then the funny thing was he sort of walked out and uh, I was left with the people in the context I was already in, just these people sitting around me or whatever, who'd just seen all that happen to me. <laughs> and then they, this guy was just looking at me, sitting next near me, w- looking at me. And he, when the other guy walked out, he looked at me, kept looking, and I looked at, at him and he said, so are you... Are you someone? Are you like what's this? Are, Do are you, you exist? Yeah, yeah. Are you someone? Like who are you? And I go, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then he couldn't have looked any more disappointed. So of course, yeah. So it was like if you're playing Pictionary with someone and someone had drawn his face exactly, yeah. you would have gone awesome <laughs> disappointment. Yes, someone ten points. Just, someone who's just met someone who's on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's see, I imagine for Tim, uh, new friend of the show. Yes. Not only, I mean, seeing you obviously would have been great, but seeing you in a takeaway establishment would have been the double whammy. Yeah, well, that's yeah, because it. that's what we talk about on this show a lot. Well, that's it. I think when the guy asked who I was, because it, it just went, it went from this guy being, you know, having a photo taken of him, and then the other guy walked out, and then it was just back to me dropping a cheeseburger down the front of my jumper. <laughs> <laughs> like, who are you, mate? Well, I had, um, I had a, 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 an, an instance uh, with a non. A new non-friend of the show. Oh, really? I was going to say. Really? No, no, it doesn't relate to the show at all. Oh. It's just a very tenuous segue. Oh, I See, thought you were going to, uh, yeah, I thought you were going to say you've met an enemy of the no, show. No, 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 no. Well, he, not that he knows about the show, but in my mind, he's now an enemy of the I show. I want to meet an enemy of the show. I'd love to meet someone who hates it. Yeah. But I mean, that's the nature of podcasting. No one listens to this show who hates it. Yeah, no one's accidentally no one's, yeah, going everyone's, through iTunes. That's it. Everyone's here by choice. channels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um... I uh, I was out on uh, on Friday night. I went and saw a band, and then uh, following that, me and a group of friends uh, went to go out to a, a to a, a club in Melbourne. Which, if you're listening and you know it, it's a place called Fashion Keyboard. Which um, you know I've not been to for quite some time, but it was nearby and it's cheap beers and you know it's it's good music and whatever. So we go to get in. I'm with a group of friends. Bouncer takes one look at me and goes, "Nah, too old." What? Too old. How does that work? I was like, you haven't even seen my ID. You, how, old, how old do you think I am? He goes, doesn't matter. You look too old. You're not coming in. Now, looking at me now, looking at my head, listening to my childish voice, <laughs> what's that? How old do you have to be to be in this place? I don't know. Is this, what, what was the, what street was this in? This is on Lonsdale Street. Right, so all your mates in went in. And you no, didn't. no, no. But then, oh. but then they, got the, um, they got the, are you with him? And there was that moment. Are you with Gramps over there? That <laughs> was it a little bit. So it was that moment of them having to sort of make the call of, do we have a good time or do we remain a good a good mate? <laughs> and good on them. 
they they stuck with me because I would not have been as charitable oh, right. to myself. I would have. So, I, so you end up going to some Frankston over twenty eights nightclub after that, or yeah, and then I necked myself. Uh, <laughs> that was that was it. But yeah, I just a depressing. What's what's wrong with my head? Do you know what I mean? That sent me into a thing where now for well, the rest do, of the weekend, you do have that thing that you talk about the Benjamin Button where you look old and young all at once. Which yeah, is, well, I know. Yeah, it's that's a, my curse. It's my burden. It's an interesting vortex. Your head. <laughs> Has anyone ever said that about you before? No, an interesting vortex. Yeah, your head is an interesting vortex. Yeah, there's a lot going on. It's pretty busy. It's re- <laughs> You do have a busy head. It's quite busy. Yeah, I know. I'm not wrapped about it, but what can you do? I mean, you know, we're all just here. We're all just doing the best we can while yep. we can. You know, you got to make do. You yeah. got to you got to get on with it. Yeah. You know, and I, I would have thought that you know, it's, it's in the in the words of uh, an Alec Baldwin movie, your head it's complicated. Oh boy. <laughs> um. I just felt like, you know, maybe I, you know, maybe it's my hairline or my fucking head's a bit wrinkly or whatever. Maybe I look too old, but I felt like I would have made up for it with youthful exuberance. Yeah. I you know think, what I mean? Yeah, like, you're I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm a fun loving guy, you're you know, right. yeah. I'm out there. I'm again, I'm having a go. Yeah. I'm making the best of it. Yeah. You're, you're still young at heart. You may be, no, let's, let's be honest. You are young. Yeah. Um, well, Look, because and that's the thing is that I have friends that are younger than me. I have friends that are like twenty three who are like, oh, we're all getting old. Geez, we're getting on, aren't we? Oh, we're almost in our mid twenties. And I'm always, I'm like, man, I'm I'm happy to still be going out and drinking when I'm thir- like thirty. You know, I'll, I'll wow, feel old even when I, then. Do you know what I mean? Like, but no, but you know what I mean. Like <laughs> I, I like people, I have friends who think that you know twenty five is like, now that's the cutoff. That's when we've all got to grow up. And I'm like the one person in my group of friends who's not like that. And then I'm the one that's getting cut off from the clubs for yeah. being too old. How does it work? That's funny. Well, um, if anyone's – for Melbourne listeners of the show, um, you may be able to see Tommy Daslow's head and my head around various places in Melbourne at the moment. Because, yes, we uh, haven't gotten to this, have we? No, we haven't. Our um, Friend our, of the show. Our underground street team. Yeah, friend of the show, Part Freebarn. Has taken it upon himself. If anyone's been to our Facebook or Twitter pages, we we had a photo shoot done, and we maybe I would say unwisely uh, distributed maybe a photo that we we shouldn't have. We put our four photos. Three of them I reckon were all right, and then one of them was of me and you in a plastic tunnel yes. on top of each other. Yes, not grinning. On top. Well, that's impossible. Well, you were on top. I'm of on me. top of you. You were on top of me. Makes sense. We were grinning, grinning inanely. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone seemed to like that one uh, in the way that everyone likes stuff that is bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've mentioned it on the show before. It was an unfortunate piece of timing that that photo went up yes. the same week that gay marriage was legalized in New York. Yes. So everyone on the Facebook really did have a free pass for that one. Yep. Um, so, uh, Bar Freebun has showed out 300 bucks of his own hard-earned money that he is... Uh, of his of his own, and uh, he's made stickers of it, like uh, uh, to stick all over the joint, as in like it's an obey sticker or a. Um, yeah, I feel like when the, we he's the he's the Banksy of dickheads. Well, that's yeah. what we we yeah. called him that on his show, and oh, I feel like yeah, yeah. I feel like he took that as a challenge. Yeah. you know what I mean? Because I I didn't know anything about it, and I I've come out of my house one day, and unbeknownst to me, he's been through in the middle of the night and like carpet bombed Drummond Street, and they're everywhere. They're like they're on. Fences near my house. They're on like <laughs> signposts. They're in the gutter. They're everywhere. I've just worked out what's gone on. This guy, this bouncer from this fashion keyboard nightclub, <laughs> he's seen the stickers around. Yep. He's seen me bumming Carl Chandler in a tunnel <laughs> and thought, "Oh, well, that's you know, they're, they're two. It's a, it's an old gay couple." Or well, either that, or he's uh, hiding his homophobia by just going, "Oh, he's he's old." 
Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, that makes much more sense. Yeah, yeah so um, keep an eye out. You might see uh, pretty much every comedy venue in Melbourne, I think, at the moment has has at least four of them in the back room. Yeah. There's empty beer bottles that I've seen that, that have them on it, like it's some kind of homebrew. Yep. Dum-dum lager. <laughs> Dum-dum rum. Dum-dum bitter. <laughs> that might be the closest one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, okay, we're talking about... Uh, uh, um, you know, friends of the show. And well, how about this? Very uh-huh. quickly. Uh, sure. So I was in Sydney. And you were. So the last three flights that I've been on, right, I have been um, in very consistent but odd seating placements. Uh-oh. So. Here comes airplane material. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> the food, right, and the peanuts. Wowzers. <laughs> Sit down, guys, because I've got something fresh for you. Um, where I've been sitting in, the, the third last flight I sat in, I sat in the middle of the Brisbane... Lions Football Club, in the middle. So I was, really? yeah, I was so in the for middle some of it. Reason all. they've bought all their they've bought all their seats together and just left a little hole there was in like the centre. Three random people in the middle of all of it. So I was in the middle of all these <laughs> Brisbane Lion hulks. Great. Um, so that was funny. Yeah. And I was just sitting there hoping that one of them would rape another one or some some sort of scandal so, <laughs> so that hoping, I could see it all. Hoping for it. <laughs> yeah. So I could. Uh, I was gonna. Th- I thought you were gonna say I was hoping that one of them had heard the little Dum Dum Club, but not sure. Getting no. raped is yeah, way yeah. more preferable. Just to be in the middle of a news event, you know. <laughs> sure. I just get get out the iPhone, take a little pic, and sell it to the Herald Sun Confidential. <laughs> yeah. So the, the St Kilda schoolgirl, the Brisbane podcaster. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the Melbourne dickhead. Yeah. Um. So the second last one on the way up to Sydney the other day, I was in the middle of the hives, the hives entourage, oh, and the hives. Yeah, great band. Yeah. yeah. So that was um, that was interesting, but I only figured out that they were the hives at the end of the flight because they all wore, wore hives merchandise. I'm like, oh. this cannot be the hives, but yeah, it was. But you know what's funny is that I talked about this a few months ago when I did the Falls Festival. I was on the same flight as Public Enemy, and same thing. They were all wearing their own. But they're hip hop. That's something that they do. I gu- isn't but it? I suppose isn't so. It? I guess so. But maybe it's more common in bands than maybe it's I don't common know. in Sweden. Yeah, I don't know. Is that where they're from? The public enemy. No. Um, yeah, no, the hives are from Sweden, yeah. Right, right, right. So then. Maybe it's just a thing where bands, I don't know, they lose each other or they. Maybe they're on tour, they run out of laundry. They're yeah, just, that'd be it. <laughs> they just go to the merchandise yeah. store instead of their own clothes. Or they ne- they don't hang out off stage, and when you're performing, you're looking at a crowd, so they actually don't know what each other looks like. Right. So we can just go there, oh, there's our mob, yeah, right, there's our t shirts, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, where yeah, I'm meant yeah, to be. Yeah, I designed that. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then on the way home, I sat in the middle of this massive hip hop entourage. But I don't know who it was, and I was trying to figure it out the whole way, and I didn't know whether that meant I was just too old to know who they are or too racist, but it was this American... Probably probably both. Yeah, for a little bit of both. American, uh, 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 black American artists, artists, whatever it is, and all the hangers-on, but I couldn't figure out who it was. I'd really like to know. So who's here in Melbourne at the moment? Who would well, it, it would have been if if you had the hives and then you've had this. This I mean, this weekend was splendor in the grass. Yeah, yeah, I realize. So it would that. have been something around that. Well, that's what I thought. So I started yeah. asking people after that. I was like, who would it be? Who, who who can I say that I sat with? And people were like suggesting, oh, maybe it was Kanye, or maybe it was Wu Tang. <laughs> Hang on, Kanye. Is that what he says? Is that his name? <laughs> is that what he says? Is that what it is? Kanye. 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 <laughs> yeah. Is All that right. what the kids say? Yeah, sure, that's what the kids say. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Um, or the, uh, <laughs> or the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, Because they're okay. here this week. Yeah. Right? Um, but I presume it's, but that, that was suggestions I had. But I was like, I actually hoped that that's not them. Uh, it wasn't either of them, because I was flying Virgin. 
So mm-hmm. I'm hoping. Oh, that they're doing a bit better. Then. I was hoping that they're yeah, yeah, that yeah. The, the clan or or Kanye are uh, doing a little bit better than getting the uh, the red spot special <laughs> yeah. for 75, 79 bucks between Sydney and Melbourne. Not paying the extra fifteen on the ticket. For yeah, their, yeah, for their sandwich. Not even using the extra dollar to, to you know. Carbon offset. Carbon offset. It. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, uh, this would help me in life in general. You know, you've got Shazam on your iPhone. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You hold it up, it tells you the song that's playing. Yep. You need that for people. Yeah. You need to be able to point it at the back of someone's head. Yep. And it goes, that's bloody, you know. At the back of their head would be a bit of a stretch. Kanye. Yeah, Kanye. Well, you know, Shazam can pick up stuff in pretty trying. You can have it in a club with people talking and it'll, it'll get what you're doing. I need it for pronunciations of people. <laughs> you do hold up to 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 Kanye, Kanye. <laughs> but oh. you can't, you can't, it can't be the text of it. It has to be him in person. Yeah, that's the only way you can get it. <laughs> um, do we want to get to something of a regular feature that we always enjoy on the show and we haven't had for a little while? Right. Uh, mailbag. All right. Is it mailbag time? It, I think it is. Is that it? Jesus. What the first stick of music we've ever had on the show? Please don't talk over the mailbag thing. Sorry. Right, that is very. That's well picked. That's that screams. Yeah, that screams male. That screams correspondence. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We we have to wait for. I know. Oh, yeah. Here's something else. Oh, you've really produced this whole thing. I'm. I recorded this last night. You did not. I did. Joe Waddington this, writes this, to us. Is this Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Waddington writes to us uh, at littledumdumclub at gmail dot <laughs> com. Weirded out by this whole thing. This sounds like we're on a different show now. It's good. I like it. It's the <laughs> breath of fresh air that we needed at episode forty four. Yep. So guys, I've got some stories you might find amusing that involve some mainly Chandler dum dumness. Oh yes. Firstly, That's I, me. Oh. Firstly, I started listening Chondler. to podcasts. Chandler now. <laughs> Chonyadla. I've downloaded your entire back catalogue of stuff. As you could imagine, that much Dum Dum Club in such a short amount of time, it wasn't too long before I started quoting stupid bits of the show in barely relevant situations. For example, sitting in a silent room and just saying something like, I've had sex eight times today, I'm a fucking hero. That's a classic Dasselow. So, well, it's a Dasselow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so this sort of thing started happening more and more, uh, kind of like verbal herpes. A few people around me have caught, hey, mate. And just because it's not flaring up doesn't mean it's not there. But that being said, G'day Dickhead has been the one to get me into trouble. I was out on the town in Wangaratta a few weeks ago. Oh, there's your first mistake. (laughs) After more than enough scotches, I was sitting in the passenger seat while my girlfriend drove home. I found it highly amusing to throw abuse at pedestrians. (laughs) We've all been there. We stopped at a red light and a massive burly bloke was wandering down the footpath. Being the perfect target, I didn't hesitate to greet him with a G'day Dickhead. He didn't take too kindly to this and started sizing me up and seeing an easy win. My girlfriend, being the smart one, put the foot down, got me out of there before I got my face punched off. But that isn't my main concern. Now I say it more often than should even be legal. Now, I work as an apprentice carpenter and at work last week I realised I had a problem when I caught my own reflection in a window, turned to myself, this is 100% no bullshit, and said, G'day, dickhead. It's probably just the hereditary madness sitting in, but it brings me more comfort to blame someone else. Oh, yeah, verbal herpes should not be confused with the similar sounding but totally different oral herpes. Anyway, that is all. Joe Waddington. So I wrote Sounds back. like little Joey's on Team Chandler. Yeah. Oh, so I wrote back and said, thanks for that, Joe. Do you mind if we read that on the show? And he said, no worries, the show's great. I did recommend it to a mate of mine, and he said, not heaps of lols, but getting there. So oh, okay. we've gotten a big fan of the show who sent us this really nice story and then just felt like he's had to back it up with yeah. a bit of... Uh, my friend doesn't think you're that good. Yep. Bit of a backhand. That's all right. All right. I've got another one here. I didn't really listen to that last bit anyway. Okay. This bit come, This one comes with a scoop. We've got an exclusive oh, really? scoop. Right. Jeez, I wish I could change the music because this isn't, <laughs> this this isn't, isn't scoop, scoop music. music. No. <laughs> 
Hey guys, uh, from Brooke Murray. Hey guys, listening back to episode 23 and enjoying the fast food talk. Later that day at my McDonald's work meeting, my boss made the announcement that shaker fries are coming oh, back. Oh, You really? heard it here first. Jesus, we, this is going into... In the Dum Dum Club. This is confidential right now. We could sell this information. This is going into the Matrix. Man, this is... Well, I'll tell you what, I'm glad we didn't break this story on the Sean McAuliffe episode. <laughs> Do we want to just pause for a bit to reflect on that news? Do we? <laughs> Do we just want to solo for a bit on that news? Yep. That's not... I guess that's shaking something. Yeah, this is the theme. This is what I hear in my head whenever I've got oh, really? my bag. Yeah, we need some maracas. Just picture me pouring the, the powder in and just having a good time. Summertime, yeah, summertime. Because shaker fries says summer to me. Yeah, summertime fun. Driving with the roof off my car. Yep, shaking French fries in the breeze <laughs> along the Great Ocean Road. <laughs> fries my going best every- gal, my best gal in the passenger seat. Fries flying everywhere down the Hume yeah. Highway. Yeah, dirty quarter pounder wrappers going into the ocean, being ch- trouts choking on them. <laughs> uh, so what flavour? I can't remember what flavours they had. You got your chicken. Is that one? Ch- chicken and barbecue, they'd be... Was there only one flavour? There would only be one flavour. Really? What's yeah. the point? It's just spicy something. I don't know. I wouldn't know the difference. Boy, I can't wait. You know, it's been good weather recently too. Yeah, is there any? So, is there any date? We've there's no date. date. She's given us that it's happening, but there's no time. You know frame what in that there. is? That's McDonald's going a little bit Apple-like, just oh, keeping yeah. their cars close to their chest. Then Ronald McDonald comes out in the black skivvy and gives his keynote address for McDonald's summer. Uh, get gets cancer. Oh. Wouldn't it be? Come on. Wouldn't it be? Uh, <laughs> wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be great if McDonald? You know how Apple do like their videos of like their new products, yep. and they're just like a big ten-minute jizz fest about how good the new product is. If Macca's did that about shaker fries, yeah, just a ten-minute video on YouTube about shaker fries. Just to see shares go up in McDonald's by 10 bucks because the shaker fries are back. Yeah, I think that's what this episode is kind of turning into. (laughs) I actually like this a lot more with George Benson's Breezen playing underneath. Is that what it is? Yeah, we've said... We've said we didn't have a guest today, but I think George Benson has I think, become... I think music is the guest. Music is the guest. Music is the spice of life. Yep. That's fading out. That's it. Is that mailbag? Is the mailbag being closed? That's it. Music? That's mailbag. I've tied it up again. Right. That's good. Yeah, that was nice. Should do that again sometime. Yeah, that was really sure, good. Sure. Um, hey, yeah. So, guys, if you ever want to send stuff in, what's the email address? LittleDumDumClub at gmail.com. That's right. And we've got Twitter. We've got Facebook. All that yeah. sort of stuff. That's for random abuse more. Yeah. I um, do like the guy... Seeing himself in the mirror and g'day dickheading himself. That's good. That's, that's very uh, good. That's, you know, that, that's starting to make me think we are, we are just wasting our talents on this show. <laughs> we should get into merchandising already. <laughs> what, what, why aren't we getting bloody coasters and and? and well, Bart Freebarn's on holders. it for us. Yeah, He's yeah, yeah. taking he, care of it. He's spreading the brand, I Tell guess. Tell him to do it. He's yeah. our head of marketing now, apparently. Is he? <laughs> I, I did PR. have... Huh? He's PR. He's PR, yeah. I did have that same reaction to you when I read the first part of that email. Some Chandler dum-dumness. Because I thought it was going to be someone that knew you that was writing in to sort of stitch you up, which yeah, has happened right. before. Yeah. People have emailed me direct. Yeah. Pe- uh, Fieldsy. Fieldsy. Your friend mate of the show. Fieldsy. Friend of the show. Yeah. Um, so what else? How about we try this on? Well, okay. I was going to say something that was slightly related to what we were just talking about. You go What do about that. this? What you about that, this? Then. I went to the football on the weekend, you and did. I've I've uh, I've gone to the football a little bit lately. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't I'm not I'm no massive footy head, but I have gone. <laughs> I'm not a footy head. Have you not ever heard that phrase before? <laughs> I've heard that phrase, but oh, okay, all right, fair enough. Um, so I live reasonably close to the MCG. That's the Melbourne Cricket Ground. Clang. Um, and I've been four times now to see my team get smashed every time mm. so far. That was good, but 
Um, I was in a privileged seat on the weekend. I got to go into a, like a box and get um, taken care of and whatever. We Ooh. Went, yeah. And uh, we got in the lift and there was Rex Hunt in our, in our oh, lift. Sexy Rexy. Yeah. So, Rex Hunt on a sex hunt. Yeah. So that was very good. good. That was very good to see the, the great mm-hmm. man up close. Yep. Um, Did you ask him to come on the show? I didn't. He would be good though. Would he? I, yeah. He would be weird. Ooh. He would be weird. Um, but that was on the way up into the box. So we had our day, whatever, we came back. And this is the bit that I got really weirded out about and everyone else in the lift did. So full lift. Picture this. I get in sure. the lift. There's a full lift. Um, we start pushing in and, uh, you know, we weren't savagely pushing in, but everyone's, it's got to the end of the long day. Everyone wants to go home. The lift fills up. This woman makes this massive noise. I don't know if I trod on her toe or someone else. <laughs> I've, I had a feeling that it might have been me. <laughs> you really tried to slide that one in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was me, but... A foot got trod on. Yeah, because got trod on. I felt yeah. something on my toe. I'm going to add it up and say I did it. Uh, she squealed. And she was with her friend, this woman, and goes, Stop Stop putting so many people in the lift, okay? Stop putting so many people in the lift. I have cancer. Oh. And, and the whole lift just went, oh. And I sort of thought, I think you're... Confusing cancer with claustrophobia, because I don't yeah. know if the amount of people in the lift is going to help or hinder what you've got there. And uh, I don't know if your toe has got cancer or, or what it is, but uh, that was very weird. And then a friend stood up for him and went, yeah, she does. She's got cancer. I'm like, well, we got it. They're and just then, kind of bragging now, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, And there was like, just you know, 25 people in the lift just looking, all trying to avert every other 25 person's gaze. Yeah, right. The whole thing. It right. Was, uh, it was very awkward. But Wow. Yeah. And then it got better after that. Oh, hang on. Your team got smashed, so it didn't get better after yeah, that. I went home, and then yeah. everyone went out and went, what about that chick with cancer? And we went, <laughs> yeah. Get off her high horse. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about this? Uh, you were also at the football a week previous. And I, I was... Was I? Yeah, well, I, I was watching that now. very game on the TV while you were there. Right. And saw your team getting smashed. Yes. Sent you a text saying, good night. <laughs> and you wrote back, just finishing necking myself. Yep. Which is the sort of humour that you're into. Yep. And then about five minutes after that, I get another text from you <laughs> saying, I'm not bad, headbutt, and what was the other one? <laughs> and then a minute after that, whoops, wrong person, fuck you. <laughs> so somehow that's become my fault. But anyway, <laughs> um, now I need, it, I, need co- I need context here. Head headbutt and what was the other one? Oh, I can't remember what that was at all. You say that to enough. You just randomly say the word headbutt to enough people that it doesn't stick out. I don't know what that. Yeah, I remember sending it to you, but I don't remember what the. It wasn't meant for you, obviously. But I don't remember what that was. I think that was. I think I might have had a few drinks, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, I know that that was the night where I got on the wrong train line and ended up <laughs> on the wrong platform, on the wrong everything. Oh, is this a callback to a story from the lost Sean McCullough yes, episode? Yes, exactly. This is Great. a story told to Sean. Sean was like, I am going to make he, this into a movie. He leant over and pushed the delete button after hearing yeah. it. He was so repulsed by it as no, a story. No, so there would be no evidence of it. So he'd go and <laughs> adapt it to a Milo Kerrigan story and, and sell it off to bloody He's typed Paramount. it up, printed it out and, set, and mailed it to himself. With yeah. It. Date stamp, that old trick, that yeah, old copywriting trick. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, so very quickly, that was just the night where I uh, uh, got on the wrong train, got off at the wrong station at about 11.30 at night, and it was just abandoned. And for half an hour, I sat there until right at the end of the half an hour, just before the train came, two guys 
pulled over in their car, and this is a very residential area of like Hawthorne or something, wherever it was, uh, of South Yarra, and um, it looked like they'd been on a road trip. You know, when you, you go on a road trip for hours and hours and you pull over for a wee stop at the side of a highway, it was just them driving around Ramsey Street and then going, gee, I'm busting, and they just <laughs> got out of the car, got out of their Pulsar, <laughs> pulled their Dax down right in front of me and pissed on a park bench <laughs> at 11.35 at night in uh, residential South Yarra. So um, yeah, that was just that was just a metaphor for for my decision making at that time of night. Sure, my friend Nick. I didn't uh, headbutt them. <laughs> what was the other one? My friend Nick, uh, years and years ago, was having uh, relieving himself in a public park in the middle of the night and got stopped by a cop. Got, felt the arm on the shoulder and said, "That's actually illegal." Mid but midstream, right? And so all he could do was just look at the cop and go, "So am I finishing, or am I meant to <laughs> stop, or what, what? Like, what do you want me to do?" Yeah, that's like, that's one of those moments where you just. Yeah, you just the ask the question again. You yeah. ask the question. So, am I? Is this allowed or is this not allowed? <laughs> not allowed. I'm just buying time yeah, until yeah. I finish up what I'm doing here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no good. Um, do, well, are you, a, are you? I don't know if you're a fan of this, but I, I'm a much. If I get to do that in a public place, I'm much happier than doing it inside. Oh, big time! Yeah, yeah, yeah. love it. Is that a thing? Does everyone think that? Uh, sure. Anything outdoors. I, I would do enjoy that. doing this show a lot more if we were in a park. <laughs> Urinating. Yeah. <laughs> Just lapel mics and no Dax in a, in a park. <laughs> Just me and you crossing the streams, Ghostbuster style. <laughs> but imagine, uh, imagine someone. See, that's, that's the Ghostbuster 3 script that yes. Bill Murray is waiting for. <laughs> but imagine someone stumbling across that. Two guys with lapel mics, no pants on, yeah. just pissing at each other. Screaming at each other, Slimer, get out of my way. <laughs> G'day, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> but just, uh, we'd be doing this in the middle of the day too. It'd be like one in the afternoon, someone's walking their dog and there's just two guys just yep. having a go. Opening up the little box down the down the bottom, whatever that was called. What? What was the box called? You know, that would suck the ghosts in. I actually haven't seen it for so long oh. that I can't remember oh, the references. sad. Oh. Um... I am I am a fan of yeah I don't know there's something more a different part of my brain switches on when I'm urinating somewhere public even at a music festival you know like at big like at camping music festivals to you know to sort of you know um, control the flow of men needing to piss there'll just be like a big a big fence that everyone pisses on oh it's really like, here's the men's toilets just go for it fancy yeah even that it's like there's just a, it's just a different part of my brain that comes on it's like how dangerous is this yeah this shouldn't be happening. Well, that's what I would, I'd do that. Like my mum and dad live on a farm and when I'm there, I'm like, I am not using the toilet the whole time I'm here. That's it. <laughs> I just go walk down the paddock or, or just whatever it is. another thing I'm excited for about the Maryborough road trip. It's <laughs> yeah. going to be coming up soon. Well, that was, that's also something that I've, you know, because for some reason I just make up that I'm not doing that to my mum and dad. Like my, I don't know why I haven't, I don't just say to my mum, I'm going outside to have a wee. I just make up stories and go, oh, I'm just going to go and check the cows. <laughs> And then just go and, and piss on them. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just go and have a wee or whatever. So then one day I was walking up this big paddock on the way to the house, and uh, I decided to have a wee. And then I I noticed that the the car, like mum and dad, were were driving up the driveway. And then I'm instead of I'm literally standing in the middle of this massive paddock having a wee, and I'm like, they're going to drive right near me in a minute. So then I just was like, oh, I'm not just going to stand here. I'm going to start walking to make it look like, yeah, that's all cool. I'm just walking in a paddock. I'm not standing in the middle of nowhere pissing. So I started walking and realizing I'm going to have to, 
I can't pull up my pants because I'm still weeing. So they're getting closer and closer, and I'm just <laughs> walking with my heart, my pants sort of pulled down a little bit. Me just at now this stage just pissing on myself, just going. <laughs> I can't stop, and I can't pull my pants up. I can't do anything. This car is coming up, and then I, I, I'm doing this weird straddled walking, pissing and walking, and then I get oh, home, and Mum's just like waiting for me, going, "How, how are you going?" I'm like, "Yep, yep, I was pissing and walking." <laughs> But the cows are all right. The strangest story you've ever told on this show. Oh, boy. Are we any chance? I was saving that for the movie, but that's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. now. Are we, can we interview your parents when we do the Mary Barrow? No. Why? Oh, I just don't. Just don't oh, you're not going to help. Of that. No, people do that. People parents. talk to you. Oh, what about if we talk to your dad? Oh, they'll be a bit embarrassing. Yeah, well, everyone's parents are embarrassing. Yeah, but that's why it's that's why people like it. It's they're not going to. They don't even know what I do. They don't even understand. I got told a story. You know what? I, I, well, here's the story they told me the other day. Like yesterday, I think they were talking to to <laughs> relatives and whatever. And during the comedy festival, the Melbourne comedy festival, I had an article about myself in it, and it was like a fairly prominent sort of a article. You know, like midway through the paper, nice big picture of myself in there. Um, so you know that thing where like. I come from Maribor. I think I've mentioned that on the show before. Uh, small country town. <laughs> and uh, it's a small town. And uh, they see that sort of thing and go, oh, that's like, he's probably got a penthouse in Turak then if he's got, a, <laughs> if he's got the odd spot in the paper. Yeah, then he's sure. R- rolling in it. Because you have to pay for them. So yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's how it works in Maribor. Yeah. So anyway, so they all sort of, I think there's a feeling of some people there that go, oh, well, he must have made it. If he's in the paper, he must have made it. Mm. So... My fa- extended extended family of mine was saying to my parents, you know, oh, you know, great news about Carl and everything. And they're like, what do you mean? Oh, you know, he's in the paper and, you know, making a real big success of it and whatever and whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And this is my parents telling me back this story going, yeah, we, none of us thought he would be any good. But anyway, apparently he must have been or whatever. So, you know, good on him. Good on him. He surprised a lot of people. <laughs> It's your parents in Maryborough sounds like Jerry Seinfeld's parents at Del Boca Vista, yeah. like on Seinfeld. Yes. That same small kind of Small community. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, small community and like, oh, la-di-da, the famous. But isn't that a lovely backhanded compliment? Yeah. yeah. He surprised a lot of people. Yeah. He's competent with his competence. It's a great one. Not heaps of lols, but could get better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. AKA Waddington's mate. Yeah. yeah. Uh Well, what about this? This is something that has been touched on uh, briefly in a couple of episodes and I've been a bit uh, cagey to talk about it because I, you know, I didn't know if it was interesting to people or, or you know, is this if is this about your name? <laughs> <laughs> I said a couple, You're not right. fifteen. <laughs> um, you know, I didn't know if I'd be able to, you know, make it interesting and and not talk about it without having a mental breakdown on air. Um, uh, yeah, previous listeners, we've talked about uh, my girlfriend in the past, and she's now living in Florida. Where? So Where in Florida? At Disney World. Right. Which <laughs> so this that just if you explain that to somewhere else, like do you really have a girlfriend? Yes. Where does she live? Disney World. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you don't have a girlfriend. Yeah, but you know what's the best thing about it is that you know what she's doing at Disney World at the moment is she's selling glow sticks, which oh, sounds really? like an even more made up part of it. The Disney World rave. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Exactly. Glow the um. Sticks. Yeah. Are they, but they would be Disney-themed glow sticks, would they? Mate, or? that thing at Epcot, that's not a big golf ball. It's a giant ecky. Oh. Mate, you fucking <laughs> drop that and you just go all night. Oh, Tomorrowland everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't know. I, I just I felt like maybe this is a good time to talk about that because it felt weird to burden our guests with, with my personal problems. But you, I've got no, <laughs> yeah. I've got no issue you with that. You didn't want to that. tell McAuliffe about it, but that's mm. cool. Yep. Yep. 
<laughs> so how's it all going? It's you know what? How single is it? Single life? How well, that's life? that's the interesting thing is that we uh, we were when she left, but then as you of, were what single, right? We were apart, and now as of last night, I think we're kind of together again. Oh right, yeah. So do you want to make that official on Facebook <laughs> uh, right now, live, or not, can you do that not, live? No, no, not at all. Oh. because I because I with my last girlfriend, I had in a relationship, and I had it with. You know how yeah, you link yeah, it yeah, to the yeah. person's name. Yeah, I would never do that. Yeah, well, and then when we broke up, I had you have to do that heart. Someone and, has to do it. Yeah, and yeah. this is this is back in the day, back in the days of Facebook, when you <laughs> the olden days of Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. You couldn't um, colonial times. Yeah. When you couldn't the you know, gold now, rush era of Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> how many more can we do? I don't know. You know, like now when you do stuff on your page, you can hide it from people. You can you can. You can click it so that it doesn't show up on people's pages. Yep. You couldn't do this back then. Right. So I've done it and it comes up on everyone's page. And yep. then, you know, people start calling me and people comment. And the first comment was, uh, you know, this is years ago, like uh, it's come up, Tommy Daslow single. And someone goes instantly, you know what helps me when I'm single? <laughs> Listening to a bit of 50 Cent. I'm like, great. Thanks for your, thanks for chiming in. That's, that's, is that helpful? That's good. Was that from 50 Cent? <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's got so much money because he's constantly <laughs> self-promoting. So uh, I, uh, yeah, with this relationship, I went. I will never do that again. And then uh, I, I ended up doing it again, but not, not. Oh, did the, you? Not the not the linking the name, just putting the inner relationship. Right. Yep. And then I, you know, again, I went through the heartache of having to, you know, who's going to be the one to make the call to take it off? And I'm, I'm now. I think I'm pretty set in my ways that I'm never going to. I'm never going to You're never going to comment on your status again, on, on your relationship status again? No, nah, not on really? Facebook. Really? Not on Facebook. What about when you get engaged, mate? No. No. No? Oh, maybe then. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when someone makes you a very happy wife like that, you can <laughs> yes. whack it up there then. So, yeah, so that's, that's it. You, it's all, you're back on. You've I got, guess so. We can go back to doing uh, uh, double dates again. Is that it? <laughs> that we never did. Oh. Sure, one of them will have to be over Skype, but, you know, it'll be fine. Yeah. Um. But well, yeah, that was a, it. Was a, it was a, you know it was an interesting time for me. Was it? Why was it interesting? Oh, just you know, I, I always I always said I would never get into something that was I knew was going to end in long distance or in someone going away. Right. Because I just could not think of anything worse. Right. And it was you know it, it you know it, it got easier, but uh, yeah, those first that there were a couple of episodes of the show that I listening back to can hear me <laughs> only about ten percent in the room. Right. There was that week where. The Robin and Wayne episode, when we did Robin oh, really? and Wayne Hope, that was like the day before she left. Oh, right. And, you know, what do you want to be doing before your girlfriend's going overseas? Oh, well, Sitting in a room with Carl Chandler. Probably yeah, not. Yeah. The relationship king. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I'm like uh, uh, Dr. Feelgood. Oh, yeah. I will say this. Uh, the day, the night before she left, we were in the city having a bit of a teary farewell yep. on a street corner. <laughs> oh, I know where this goes. We're embracing. Yep. You know, there's a bit of tears going on. Yep. I'm not ashamed to say. Oh, that's fair enough. And then from in my peripheral hearing, I hear, hey, guys. I look up and it's a friend of the show, Luke McGregor, standing <laughs> there with a boost juice in a get, suit. Get to know you first. Yeah. <laughs> the famous get to know you first. Um, and that was what made me angriest at the situation that was, because now I was unhappy to see Luke McGregor. Do you know what I mean? You know what that was? By seeing him just as you were parting, that was like seeing ghosts of relationship future. That was you seeing you, your single self, Luke McGregor, <laughs> coming up, sucking on a boost juice, going, that is your future right there. You'll be walking alone up to, up to couple sitting on park benches going, hey guys, 
what's happening? <laughs> I've never Do you want thought, a sip of this? <laughs> I've never thought of why it made me feel so bad, but that's absolutely it. <laughs> that is 100% it. Um, uh, we, we then, we, we a went, dickhead Carol. <laughs> <laughs> we went and had a, a coffee in this cafe that neither of us had been to but that she'd heard of, and we were sitting up the back and it was this weird thing where it's hours before she's going, right, and we're having this really kind of uh, really emotional talk and for some reason the the cafe was playing this intense like romantic movie soundtrack music. Score? Just Yeah, score. It was a score. It right. was bizarre. It was like being in a movie. And so she starts crying. She's like, I'll be honest, this is 80% the conversation and like 20% the music. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Like, That's yeah. a weird thing. I had a really bad breakup and it, it is, it's the cliche that comes true. Like as soon as I had a bad breakup, it's like you listen to songs on the radio and go, oh yeah, every song is about love and about relationships uh, and about yeah. everything. I'm like, oh, this is, I am, I am too weak for this world. Well, this when, is... Where six months ago you'd hear something like that and you'd go, yeah. That's me. Yeah. Come on. I've then... nev- I never, if I'm in a relationship, I don't think I've ever listened to a lyric in a song. Really? But as soon as I'm single, I'm like, oh, it's about me. Stop talking about me, Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, you, I, you, I think you are more aware of it. I find early days in a relationship, if I'm in a good mood, I'm listening to stuff. I, I made a dumb move of... Um, That's why I only ever uh, uh, listen to Jive Bunny and uh, Crazy Frog, because give... I don't want to hear about relationships. I just want to dance. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid thing to say. Um, do you find that thing where, like, if you get into a music, a certain music with, with a girlfriend and then you split up, it kind of ruins that music for you? Yeah. Oh, well, there's certainly things that have been ruined, mm, uh, like yeah. movies or, or songs or whatever. Yes, yes. Even, I remember breaking up with one girl and me saying to her, like, you know, oh, this is, this is the song that I think of. When you know, when I think of you, when I th- when I say this song and I hear this song, I think of you. And she was like, I hate that song. She's like, I hate that song. I I hate that band. I'm like, oh, that's good. I, I get all a bit emotional listening to that song. But oh, you, but that's you, good because uh, it's like she it. hates it, so it's like you can take it with you. I can have it. Yeah, you can have it. Yeah, I don't think in I the can. in the breakup. I don't think it works. I don't think my brain works like that. Uh, out of interest, that song <laughs> <laughs> was it this. Is this it? Is this Chandler's number one heartbreak song? Is this all there is to this song? Do you not know it yet? I don't know it yet. Oh, well, there'll be a big surprise coming up. Right. By the way, the listeners might be able to tell I've just worked out how to pipe. (laughs) Oh, right. I get it. Bit of novelty music, yeah. Just the idea. Yeah, I always cry when I hear Bloodhound (laughs) Gang. I was going to say, (laughs) someone sitting in the park listening to this with a tear rolling down their eyes. Yeah, if if we had broken up... And I'd have necked myself and thrown myself off the Westgate. This is—I would have written the lyrics to this song and left it, <laughs> left it on the bridge. <laughs> oh dear! All right. Well, is that enough relationship talk? I don't even know why I brought that up. I just felt like I owed it to the listeners because we had a couple of weird, you know, it came up, it half came up a couple of times on the show. Yeah, I was, I, you know, I was, I was feeling for you, little buddy. I, I just know wanted you to know if you were, you were all right, and uh, see if I could get any laughs out of it. To it was be honest. Cl- <laughs> <laughs> It's classic me not bothering to edit out. There's a couple of points in the show where you go, how are you doing? And I go, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I guess today is. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear that the other day. I listened back to one and went, that was very clumsy. <laughs> um, now, here's a little, here's a little uh, nugget for, for listeners. When we first started this show, believe it or not, the first episode was not our first try, even though it sounds like it. 
the first step, if you go back and listen to the first episode, it's, believe it or not, it is not as slick and polished as what we're doing right now, believe it or not. It's about half as good, believe it or not. Now, before that, I didn't want to embarrass myself. We actually had about, what, three or four test runs? We did three. three. Well, we did two and a half. Did we? We did two that we treated as proper. Yeah. And we talked for an hour. Yep. And then we did a third one. Where we got bored. Where we got bored halfway through. <laughs> I, I think I've told you this since. I had been with a friend of the show beforehand and I'd gotten massively stoned <laughs> and I didn't want to tell you that. And I came in and at one point I've told a story that was going nowhere. And even for me to say that now, that's a big, you know, that's a big call. Uh, and I stopped talking and then you went, so what's your point? And I'm like, oh, I can't remember. And then it just evolved into us talking about our previous sexual conquests. <laughs> Yeah, but well, that's still, what I was going to say. I thought that was an interesting one thing I took from that was, uh, well, I don't know if this is, it sounds like something that should have been broached on radio before, but we were talking about what if you had, uh, uh, you're in the scouts, how you get badges for different things. If that kept going yeah, through the rest of your life. Through the rest of your life. Like yeah. what sort of badges would you have yeah. uh, that you could be proud of, that you could wear down the street and whatever. Yeah. And uh, I just thought that might be an interesting thing for uh, maybe the listeners to uh, uh, suggest or maybe for you to suggest. I can't remember what we came up with at the time except for one thing. I remember and we're and not you remember the one now. thing. Are we not I repeating do, it now? Do we? Uh, do we? It's up to you. I mean, oh, look, I'm game if you're game. We're in this together. <laughs> well, we'll decide whether we want to keep this or not. But <laughs> <laughs> I thought an adult version of that would be of having badges and at Scouts would to have an anal sex badge. That would be a badge. That would be if a badge, that, If that it? was a thing that... That, that happened, if, if the badges thing did exist, that, anal sex would definitely be one of them. Yeah, because that's not something that everyone's had. Yeah. So that's yeah. something that you've... And in, I could you say know, that you have earned it, you know. Sure. You've got to learn the skill. You've got to learn to tie knots and, yeah. you know, you've got your archery badge. They're yeah. all skills that take, you know, time and effort to getting them to happen. Exactly. You've got to learn how to do it. Not not You don't just be born having had anal <laughs> sex. You've got to... You've got to Earn the right. You definitely do not be born having had anal sex. <laughs> that is not how it works That's, at all. That is going on the ad promo, that quote. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what, so uh, so what are some other badges? Some badges. I reckon... Uh, so what we're saying is we want people to email us littledumdumclub at gmail.com if you've had anal sex. <laughs> <laughs> we can or if you out. want to have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the switchboard's does, lit now. Does anyone want some badges, guys? <laughs> Well, I'll be in Sydney again next week and uh, <laughs> giving out badges at the comedy clubs after the show. Well, I've got me long-distance relationship badge. Uh, that's, yeah, that, okay. That would be a badge. That's not, not everyone does that. Yeah, that's something. That's something. Um, what about, I reckon, having been on TV, that would be a badge. Sure, TV badge. Yeah, TV badge. We both have that. Yeah, mm-hmm. technically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Well, you know what? Uh, you know, having been stopped in that hamburger... You know, for a photo. Being recognised. Being That'd recognized. Be a badge. That's yep. a badge. What about uh, stuff that's actually relatable to people listening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about um, being in a fight? There'd be a fight badge. Oh, yeah, that should be a fight Pun- badge. Punch on badge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talked about be. that on the show before. Especially in your adult life. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think I've had a fight well, no, no, since this I've been is all of them. You can't, you can't get your fight badge below the age of 25. No, beyond, below the age of 21. You can't 18. get your fight. 18. Okay. Because I reckon it's easy to have fight at school. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's also easy to have anal sex at school. Yes. <laughs> what school did you go to? Uh, I went to <laughs> Melbourne Grammar and then I went to Kerry. Ah, yep. and that, that was, uh, they had a Latin That's... motto that translated into, <laughs> come here for the anal. Up the bum, no babies. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> How about people write us in what badges they think? What badges have you earned? What badges have you earned? What badges do you think you should be able to earn? Yeah. And we'll discuss them next time, <laughs> even when we have a guest in yeah. here. Yeah, and if if we record it or not. Like, yeah. It might be just we, we just talk about it amongst ourselves. But that's yeah. that's something. That's something. Yeah. Well, is that it for, this, for us this week? And then you can get a badge for being mentioned on the Dum Dum Club. There we that's go. A that's a badge that everyone that's a badge. wants. Yeah, it's We've badge. got those badges. It's a badge that's not easy to get. Yeah. The, the writing to the Dum Dum Club badge and the <laughs> being mentioned on the Dum Dum Club badge. Are friend of the, the show badge. What? There we go. Yeah. We should make friend of the show badges. Yeah. Have them for our next, when we do a live. We will. Gig again. We're going to do a live one again soon. So, yeah. um, the end of the year. Yeah, we'll we'll you know, the details. That's when we'll have our, all of our merch, the friend of the show badge, the mm. g'day dickhead t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, all that. The venue's gonna be boarded up when people get there. But, <laughs> <laughs> knowing our luck. All right, guys. Well, that, I think that's it for another week. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed this little getting to know us session. A nice little hangout. I like the music. Music's coming back. You better believe it. The uh, guest has been dragging us down all this time. Yeah, it's been disgraceful. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Little Dum Dum Club at gmail.com. Check out the Twitter. Check out the Facebook. And we'll see you next time. See you, mate. See you, mate. Don't you hear me? I can't be a circle for your love.